Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello, good morning, and welcome, or good afternoon, depends on where you're at, maybe even good yeah. evening. You are listening to the Modernize or Die podcast, CFML News Edition. It is May 2nd, 2023, and this is episode 194. I am one of your hosts, Eric Peterson, and with me is your other host, Daniel Garcia. Hey, Daniel. Hello. How are you doing, Eric? Good. It's been a while since we could do this together. I know, right? There's scheduling and things and yeah. I think with our powers combined, we will have the best podcast episode so far this month. Ever. Although Ever. I'm looking at our YouTube video and it looks like I'm blurry. Or do I always look like that? Or am I actually this blurry? Uh, you're a little dark. That is what I would say. If you had more light in there, that could be good. Oh. Next time. Next time. <laughs> For all you audio people, you're like, get to the podcast. And so we will. But first, we'd like to say thank you to our sponsor, Orta Solution, the makers of all your favorite box products. Yes, and there's actually quite a few ways to say thanks back to Order Solutions. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube, like on this channel that you see here. You can help Orders reach for the stars by starring and forking our repos. You can subscribe to our podcast on your podcast apps or wherever fine podcasts are sold. This is free. That's a joke. You can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast. We're new content coming all the time, every week. You can buy some merch at a Box Life store. I actually bought several merch or some shirts and that's some cool stuff. I think my favorite one is probably the uh, server is up, the command box shirt. Um, you can buy Orta's books, 102 Cold Box HMVC Quick Tips and Tricks on Gumroad, or you can learn about modern CFML in 100 minutes plus minutes or less. It's a free online book. Um, go check all that out. We'll get the links out there in the chat. Or we would really love to see you at our 10th Into the Box coming up in just. Two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow is when the workshops start. So if you haven't got your tickets, there are still tickets available. There will not be any virtual tickets. So please come join us. We'd love to have you there. Oops, sorry. Our guy posted the links. It's all right. We got double links today. I did I did not see that I had to highlight that for myself. So <laughs> this will not be the best podcast ever this month. <laughs> Additionally, you can support us, and we'd like to say thank you to those supporting us through Patreon, patreon.com slash Solutions. We'll talk more about those perks and those wonderful people at the end of the show. Let's move on to news and announcements. Absolutely. So in case you missed it, there's going to be an Into the Box Hackathon. Ooh. We added that to Happy Box. Um, that's going to be on the first day, May 18th. And I think I'm somehow involved in this. I, I think Gavin's like, Daniel, I need you for something. And I said, whatever you need, Gavin. And I didn't pay attention to what he was saying. So I think I'm helping <laughs> him coordinate or something. And we'll, we'll get all our ducks in a row. But come out there. We're going to connect, do some cool stuff. Uh, we are working on finalizing the topics. But uh, if you want to give us some feedback, please do. Um, and check out our blog article on it. I'm I know. excited. I will be at that hackathon. I don't know if I will be doing the topics. I will be over in the corner, like hacking on quick or QB or something. <laughs> so if you have a pet feature and you're willing to hack on it with me, 
This is a great time to do it. Is there anything they can bring you that might influence you on a certain they, feature? <laughs> that they bring themselves and a laptop to code. We'll do it together. <laughs> I can't remember what your favorite snack food was or something. Nah, there's plenty of food there. You don't need to bribe me with food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some new releases and updates. We have a few today. The first we want to talk about is Coldbox 6.8.2 was released. So this is part of our um, LTS releases or long-term support. Uh, the reason being is we're really hand, heads down into Coldbox 7 right now, but we have some bug fixes to get out here. They have to do with the CF provider and uh, later versions of Adobe Confusion and a Wirebox Singleton cache issue. Uh, this one crept up for us if you maybe use the Couchbase extensions. Uh, basically, if there is an error creating a singleton when you're uh, auto-wiring dependencies, it will no longer be registered as a broken dependency in the cache. It will get rid of itself and it will try again the next time you try to ask for that singleton. So uh, again, Coldbox 6 branch, it will receive bug fixes uh, through the end of the year until 2024, and it will receive security fixes until 2025. But also Coldbox 7 is right Ooh. around the corner with lots of stuff to be shown off at Into the Box. What I wanted to bring up today is you can go right now to coldbox.ordisbooks.com and you can go up to the top bar and switch the version from version 6 to version 7. And there is a what's new page. And it is giant. Um, and it's so exciting. Um, I'm going to read highlights because there's way too much to go through. We need a keynote to do it. Oh, wait. We do I have it. <laughs> Um, so what do we have? There's a new Coldbox CLI coming out, which are commands for command box, a whole slew of wirebox updates, transient request cache, delegators, property observers, lazy properties, population enhancements, and hierarchical injectors. Module config object overrides. That does not sound exciting from reading it, but that's my favorite thing. If you've ever thought your module settings in your Coldbox config got too big, yes, this is your helper. Um, at mode helpers, redirect back is now included as back. Um, a few of you will understand that one. A date time helper, whoops upgrades, uh, JSON pretty printing and exception pretty printing in logbox. Just some awesome stuff, like huge stuff. This will be in the keynote. We'll be talking about it. Um, I do want to say additionally, there's been some people asking, we do stream our keynote live from Into the Box. That's the one thing you can see if you aren't there with us. Uh, but then if you want to dig down into what's in Coldbox 7, you got to come to our sessions. So get your tickets. Get your tickets now. now so, we're streaming that on the YouTube, right? On the YouTube, yes. YouTube's. <laughs> <clears throat> on this channel that you're watching us right now. Thank you, Pert Happily. <laughs> so also we've got hot off the presses like yesterday. Although I think Brad might have released it a couple days ago and then just updated the blog. But anyway, command box 5.9.0 is released. Woo! Some of the highlights, Java 17 support with lots of quote illegal reflective access problems. Here be dragons, because that's what's on my show notes. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> so, about, Eric. Java 17. Um it, it disabled this 
it's calling it illegal reflective access. So being able to dive down into um, the code to open up some classes and use the components in there, they've shut that down and you're supposed to go through only the blessed paths. Um, that has killed CF development on it um, because like basic things have been <laughs> hidden behind these new, these new patterns. So the engines are updating to get there. Adobe 2023 is the first uh, Adobe Cold Fusion branch that has any support. Um, and I know Brad was opening a whole bunch of, that's what it's called. It's like opening and there's one other term that's escaping me right now. Um, in order to get to those classes, he was doing that as part of starting servers. But if you're using any third-party jars, you might need that. If you're digging into some other places in Java, you might need those as well. So yeah, Java 17, lots of breaking changes. <laughs> um, but here's the initial support for it. Nice. Um, we also have, we can override the package install paths in box.json. Uh, the new, the list tree now has a, I'm sorry, the LS command now has a tree flag. So you can see it nice and pretty printed. In fact, you can even use the tree print helper in stuff that you're doing. Um, column print helpers, UN ANSI, is that UNANSI? ANSI. So ANSI, the, they're the, like the color codes <laughs> that are technically in all the strings in command box, but when it gets to your shell, your shell will print it out nice. Um, this was my fault because I was trying to pipe something to the Mac clipboard command and I got all the ANSI codes in there. I'm like, Brad, I want it gone. <laughs> and I wind to him. And not only did he give us the unANSI command, but he gave us a clipboard command. Yes. Cross platform, Windows, Mac, and Linux. And I, I hope you're not teaching all our listeners that if you just wind a little bit to Brad, that he will. Uh just do stuff for us the key is you have to give brad a challenge that he's interested in solving <laughs> and then he'll go make it happen That's i've tried to worry about some other things like i want my command box like demon mode that it's running in the background and i don't have to wait five to ten seconds for it to start up but uh that hasn't happened yet and that's been like three or four years <laughs> wow. I do find that reverse psychology does not work on Brad, nor do just your run-of-the-mill Jedi mind tricks. He's far too clever for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's some great updates and releases here in the Ordis land for your favorite box products. Let's move on to talk about some webinars, meetups, and workshops. Okay. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, David Bellinger is in the chat. Hey, David. He's saying ITB is around the corner so we can see it live. That's right. You can see it live. Um, anyway, moving on. So I want to give a shout out. If you're watching in the chat, give us a shout out because we'll shout you out back because we love seeing everybody in the chat. Anyway, moving on. Um, we've got some uh, Adobe Code Fusion workshops. The next one is the DevOps, CI, CD, and Pipelines. It's on May 10th, so next week, um, 1 to 4.30 Eastern time, um, Kerasoft. I don't know if I ever pronounced that right. Basically, it's a workshop for software engineers. You can build pipelines, automate the code projects. Um, I was looking through it. It looks pretty interesting. Although, um, use GitHub. You got to use... They're using Jenkins, which I was surprised to see. Um, but they also suggest using Gitcrack, which I love Gitcracking. Uh, Ngrok, which I love Ngrok. So uh, it's free. So why not? If it's something you haven't done, pipelines, and you want to start learning about DevOps and all that, you know, attend. Why not? It'll be fun. Awesome. You bring up Jenkins and like 
I feel like the only thing Jenkins needs to become popular again is their new UI uh, refresh drop. I'm trying to remember what it was called. It's like something blue, blue ocean, blue sky, something. Anyways, because like you look at Jenkins it. and you're like, this is old. This is this must be garbage. It's like no, it's actually still just as good. It just looks old. <laughs> yeah, we use Jenkins at my old job and it worked. So yay! And funny, I'm doing my DevOps class this semester and they use Jenkins there too. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> it is blue ocean. I'm gonna throw it up on the screen for anybody following along. And look at that. It looks just as pretty as GitHub Actions or GitLab, an unavailable video. But, you know, look. This is, you look at this and you're like, oh, yeah, somebody's probably charging $15 a month per user. So, But no, it's Jenkins. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Although I think I've been spoiled by GitLab. I, I really like their tooling. And uh, Oh, we got Gavin's in the chat. Hey, Gavin. Yeah, I, it, would be, it would be interesting to see that. There's so many DevOps options, and honestly, it probably just is what speaks to you. Um, I'm with you. GitLab is something that that works for me and I'm very familiar with. Um, we use GitHub Actions for all our open source stuff, and where I'm like, it's fine. Like, their whole very Docker and action-centric thing is not my brain. I just want to write a shell script. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm learning. It's all this stuff is is when I came to Ordis, all I knew was Jenkins. And so I, when I saw what you're doing with GitLab, I'm like, ooh, this is really cool. I like this. And I'm the same boat. GitHub, I gotta learn. Yeah. But at anyway. The, at the end of the day, it's all shell scripts, right? Okay. True. <laughs> There's another Adobe uh, workshop coming up. This is on May 23rd. This is the Road to Fortuna series, which is ColdFusion 2023 in Docker on Google Cloud Platform or GCP. Um, so I believe this will, I mean, it will touch on Docker, but I believe it will also touch a lot on Kubernetes because Google is all up in Kubernetes right now. So you can see the new Google Cloud Platform, see how to deploy ColdFusion 2023 to, to it and get your code up and running there. So also done by Mark Takata. Okay, well, let's jump into some CFCast updates right. for the week. Sorry, I had nothing more to add than woohoo when you said Mark Takata. But it was a <laughs> <That's> genuine. <laughs> Sometimes he, that guy is me. like doing a great job. Well, let's talk about some CFCast updates and some recent releases that we got going on. Yep, absolutely. So we got Mastering Command Box 5. We got three new videos. If you haven't been checking out the series, start. After this podcast, go check it out because there's a lot of great stuff in Command Box that I'm like, if only I knew this, it would have made my life easier. And then if only I'd read the documentation, it would have made my life easier. But I don't have to. I can watch it. And these are all smaller, quicker clips. Um, as always, we've got the 2023 Forgebox Module of the Week series and the VS Code Hit Tips and Tricks of the Week series. Um, we added a bunch of 2019 Into the Box videos. And as you're gearing up for ITB 2023 or ITBX or 10, um, you can actually go back and see some of the prior ones. We've got 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. Um, you can actually watch Eric grow up through all the different years and all those different presentations. <laughs> that's that's accurate. Um, <laughs> awesome. So a couple of notes about that. This is the last Mastering Command Box 5 video that we have queued up. So uh, Brad, when you listen to this, 
get working on the next ones. <laughs> no. the, the 101 command box tip, 102. Right. <laughs> box um, additionally, there was some issues with the end of the box 2019 um, with how they were um, uploaded. Those are being fixed. You should be good to go watch those now. Thank you to all those who reported that to us. All right, and coming soon, um, I am still working on my Cold Box Elixir series for all of you that want to simplify your front end builds and a Inertia series. So some good stuff coming down the pipeline. I'm looking forward to those since I don't really know what Elixir or Inertia does, but yeah, I will find out when I watch your videos. Gavin's asking about a Playwright one as well, and for that, I would point you to come to Into the Box 2023, where I'm presenting on Playwright. There you go. Boom. Speaking of conferences, let's talk about some. Oh, we've got several coming up here. Um, first one is Jay on the Beach, uh, bringing DevOps, Dev, and Data Scientists together around big data. It's in Malaga, 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 Spain. Um, this is one of the newer conferences we've been hearing about. Um, Luis, I think, has been there, and he said it's really cool. Yeah, I believe Ortis is also uh, sponsoring as well. So Yes, we are. In fact, uh, are you pasting or might be? I'll let you paste. Um, coming up next, um, we got Vue.js Live, May 12th and 15th, in online and in London. You can code, create, communicate. 35 speakers, 10 workshops, 10,000 plus joining online globally. 300 luckies meeting in London. Seriously, 300 luckies meeting in London. Luckies was not the term I would have, nothing I've ever heard of that used like that. 300 lucky people meeting in London in person. But um, I wonder what they use for their 10,000 plus online. Do they use Zoom or some other thing? Um, well, if it's, it, I guess it would depend on if you have to have a ticket to watch online. Is that no, free true. or is that? Let's go to YouTube and. Tickets, remote. It is a ticket. So. Um... I am curious, too, what they're using. Thank you, too. All right. And then on to the conference that we all care the most about, at least in May. Uh, into the Box 2023, <laughs> the 10th anniversary edition, May 17th through 19th. That is, again, two weeks from tomorrow when we start the workshops. Oh, we're very aware, Eric, those that are working on workshops. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are making them the best possible. So yeah. come get your tickets. We are so excited for it. Watch the previous end of the box years. Come learn about Cold Box 7. Come hack away with us. Listen to a mariachi band. There's so much good stuff here. We hope to see you all there. Absolutely. Hey, I hear there's a playwright session. Is that true? There is a playwright session. Wow. <laughs> oh, one cool thing, too, with uh, End of the Box. You can actually speak on this, Eric. They've got, in addition to the first day of workshops, and then the next two days of sessions, we also have hands-on. Hands, yeah. Hands-ons. So hands-ons hands hands sessions. <laughs> it's a lot of S's. <laughs> so the idea here is during the regular two-day track, uh, we will have some double sessions, if you will, taking a slot of two sessions to kind of dive deeper into a subject. Um, I will be taking one to talk about quick and I can pull up the uh, into the box <laughs> schedule to see the other ones because I'm not sure off the That's top of my the head. Same thing. <laughs> uh, we've got Content Box Headless CMS 100 Minutes by Esme and Javi. 
Um, building human-friendly scheduled tasks with Luis and Giancarlo. Um, quick in 100 minutes. Doesn't sound very quick to me, but <laughs> it feels like 90 minutes would be quick. But that's with our own Eric. And then on day two, hands-ons, we've got command box task runners with Brad. Secure all things with CB Security 3 with Luis. And then SQL Sleuth, learn some SQL SQL while solving a mystery. And that's with Sean Odin. That sounds like a lot of fun as well. That's right. And you can mix and match those with regular sessions. Um, and all of those recordings will be available to uh, Into the Box attendees after the conference. Yep. Oh, we also have, I did mention this, the first day we have Ordis office hours. So if you want to yes. try and harangue or wrangle, we'll have people you can talk to about whatever you want to talk to about <laughs> Ordis as well, unless they're giving sessions. But yeah, good stuff. All right. And one more conf uh, next conference up is ViewConf. Yep. This is in New Orleans in May 24th to 26th. Jazz Code View. I love how they all have these little taglines. Um, workshop Day is the 24th. The main conference is 25th to 26th. Uh, ViewConf US. I think we need a tagline for Into the Box. Do we have one? I We've just been calling it the 10th edition. So. I know, but you see, but these other ones have like, you know, Code Create Communicate. Jazz code view. Maybe we're good enough that we don't need a funny tagline. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. I'm not marketing. I'm sorry. All right. Next up, CF Camp coming up in June, June 21st through the 23rd. The 21st is uh, what we are lovingly calling the pre-conference. There are a bunch of workshops. Ordis has four of them. We will have Test Box, Code Box 7, Zero to Hero. Woo! Legacy code conversion and command box server deployment, and then June twenty second and twenty third are is the uh, official conference. We have I think four or two CNs speaking there, if I remember right. You can register now at cfcamp.org. It is in the lovely Marriott Hotel in Freising, and uh, I am one of those lucky speakers, and I am very excited to be there. You are. I'm trying to see who the other ones are. They don't we have, have a speakers page. Uh, Dan Card, Luis, myself, and Brad. Ah, the usual suspects. So it's been too long since I've been able to go back. So I'm excited to be able to go back there. I'm, uh, let's see. I, well, look, I, I'm giving that. Playwright. I'm, I'm <laughs> doing Playwright and I'm doing CB Inertia. And if you come to the pre-conference workshops, I'm doing the test box one. Of course, they are all great. I will not be sad if you choose a different one. Um, so, yeah, great stuff coming up over in Germany. Awesome. One of these years, I want to get out there. Just this is not a good year for me. Yeah, that happens. All right. But you could get out to uh, that conference. In fact, you probably should since you're speaking there. Absolutely. Which conference? <laughs> that conference. <laughs> Uh, this one is in Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Dells. Oh, Sounds yeah. Fancy. This is July 24th through the 27th. A four-day, they call it a four-day summer camp for development. Developers passionate about all things mobile, web, cloud, and technology. And that includes our very own Daniel Garcia speaking about Postman. That's me. With a with a catchy title, please, Mister Postman, do you have an API for me? <laughs> Marketing sells, Eric. You got to uh, get them in the. 
I know. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, late to October, we have Adobe Cold Fusion Summit West. This is Adobe's Las Vegas event. The session passes are $99, which is a crazy steal. And the professional passes are $200. If you're wondering what the difference is, the professional pass includes going through their Adobe Certified Professional training. So. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. A, I'm seeing a note about only till May 31st. Is that to buy? That's the prices yeah. for these tickets. Hopefully not that's all the ticket. Like you can't buy them after. But that's at least the price. And I wouldn't... Uh, Oh, the early bird. Yeah. So, um, how much should it be after May 31st? But honestly, they're pretty affordable. And most of the time, flights to Vegas are pretty affordable. There's lots of lots of flights going in there. Um, the call for speakers is also open. We'll throw that in there. You can go, submit a speaker application. I know I will go uh, find a few of the ones that I'm interested in and put them in. Hopefully get to speak there this, this year. Um, this one's fun because of just the huge number of people. Uh, and one of my favorite things to do there is to go to sit at the Ortis booth and just find all the people who've never heard of Ortis before. And they're like, what are you, what are you doing? And just introduce them to the lovely box life. That is fun. I actually spent a lot of my time last fall doing that at the booth. And sadly I missed some sessions, but that was fun meeting people and talking to them and, Gavin in the chat is uh, reminding me to book earlier flights because I missed <laughs> a f I missed last year because of a flight. Uh, Gavin, it was not an early flight. My mistake was I booked Spirit, and Spirit canceled and gave me a flight the next night, which would have mean, meant I missed a whole day of the conference. <laughs> so it just drove. Uh, I mean, I six hours. It's a decent drive, but I could do it. No, I just won't book Spirit again because. It why, anyways, this is not the spirit bashing podcast, this is a modernizer <laughs> die podcast. <laughs> and I know your pain though. I uh, I consistently book Southwest, it's like Russian roulette sometimes on whether or not there's going to be a system outage. I'll be stranded somewhere for days. <laughs> Oof. Too soon, <laughs> all right. And if you need more conferences, we haven't you know regaled you enough with all the great CFML content coming soon and some view content. You can check out comps.tech for all of your conference wants and needs. Oh, man. David Bellinger says, bash away. I've been burned by spirit, too. <laughs> you know, okay, now I'm going into it. It was a $30 <laughs> flight, $30 to get me there round trip. I don't understand how it was that cheap. Obviously, I didn't get there, and that's why it was that cheap. But uh, next time, I'll just pay the, the Delta price. It's not that much more, so. Um, and I, I would get there. And if they had a outage, they'd get me on a different plane, not the next day. So, yeah. Anyways, rant over. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. Week, week, week. First one we have up is from Evagoras. One of these days, I'll learn how to say your last name. Um talking about clarifying the use of the date format capital D mask in Adobe 2021 and on. 
so Adobe's 2021 made the change that the capital D flag would match the underlying Java library, which means instead of day of the month, it became day of the year. Uh, there is, according to um, this blog post, a JVM argument you can pass in. Colfusion.datemass.use D as day of month equals true. Yeah, pretty straightforward. And then it goes back to the old way. So you don't have to go find all the places in your code right away to go make that work. So if that applies to you, Adobe 2021 and on with the date format masks, there you have it. I hate date format masks. <laughs> every, I feel like everybody that does it is different. I just want to insert XKCD comment here, but I, w I want one like ISO standard of this is the mask and everybody should use these letters. But of course, now then we'll have 28 standards instead of 27. Sounds like you hate date <laughs> format masks almost as much as Spirit Airlines. Uh, no, no, nowhere near as much. Spirit takes a cake. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So we have one other uh, blog article this week. Uh, ben Nadell's hosting Google Fonts locally for GDPR compliance. So um, basically what he's saying, if you're using the Google Fonts and you want to be GDPR compliant, you can't do that anymore. And so he's talking about just taking those fonts, figuring out a way to download them, and then hosting them locally himself, which if they're coming from your server, that should be fine. But then he goes a step further and says, well, I want to put them on my... Uh, my Cloudflare CDN. And he was kind of talking about, is that legal or not? Well, nothing's illegal, but is that good or not? Compliant. Uh, compliant. Thank you. Um, I would think so, right? I mean, if you got your own files and you're hosting it on Cloudflare yourself, it's using the CDN. Uh, it's, that... it's all about right, privacy, right? That's what GDPR was for. So if they do it in the, a private way that's not tracking people, the data staying inside European countries for European um visitors it's it's things like that of course i'm not a lawyer not an expert but um but, yeah yeah i would think any well since cloudflare is gdpr compliant according to cloudflare i would think anything that you host yourself should be okay but again not a lawyer not a whatever <laughs> well he's not talking about putting cloudflare in front of his website he's talking about cloudflare is the cdn they host the files and they distribute them for him, you know, closer to the customers. So that's where the privacy may be come in. Yes, Cloudflare says they are. They probably are. In the same article, he said Google uh, Analytics, for instance, definitely not GDPR compliant. But V4, Google says they are. And most people are saying, well, wait to see how the legal goes. <laughs> so you can True, say you I'm are. <laughs> Well, but when Google says they are, they probably are. I mean, they do have more than one lawyer looking <laughs> into true. this tough. They're ready to fight that fight. So, yep. Yeah. Um, there was a great website listed in this article um, that is not easily read, but we put it in the show notes and put it in the chat that basically you can choose your Google fonts you want. It will give you a zip download, tell you where to unzip it, give you a CSS um, script to put in to load those fonts locally. So it does all that hard work for you. So if it's you're in the same boat, good. Google fonts hosting locally for whatever reason, that's a good website for it. Absolutely. Uh, jumping back a little bit, we got James Moberg in the chat talking about uh, the date format mask. And he correctly points out that while you can put that JVM arg in, that does affect everything running 
on that cold fusion instance. And if you're using third-party code that uses the date mask correctly, then that's not going to work correct, right? If they're trying to give you um, day of the year with capital D, now they're going to be giving you day of the month. So, um, you know, use it with caution. Check, always have tests in all of these cases. Um, and the flag can help you in some cases. So, but a good idea to use it while you're updating your code and then take it out again. I believe the lowercase d flag is the the blessed day version, and that should work in both versions. But um, double check the docs on that one. But that, that's just a good general point from James anyway. Anytime you're doing something like that, remember your third-party plugins. Remember yeah. your third-party extensions and modules and just make sure it does what you think it's going to do. Absolutely. All right. Let's find a job. CFML, get CFMLjobs.com. <laughs> has 61 Cold Fusion positions from 38 companies across 29 locations in five countries. There's one yeah. new job listed this week. Want to tell us yeah. about it, Daniel? Absolutely. It's uh, Cold Fusion Mid, Web Applications Developer slash Supervisor. It's in, oh man, I should have rehearsed this one. Stefanini, Inc. It's a full-time in Pune, Maharashtra, India. We'll get the link out there for you. But yeah, get cfmljobs.com. And don't forget, there's also a jobs channel in the CFML Slack team and in the box team as well. In fact, I thought I saw some activity recently in the CFML Slack team about some postings people are putting in there and go check it out. All right, let's move on to our Forgebox module of the week. Week. Now, I had a couple I wanted to look at this week, and I thought, oh, I'll save the ones that Gavin made for Gavin. But then he made everyone I wanted to look at this week, so I stole one, Gavin. Sorry. I left you with your health check. Um, so this is Testbox Utils. It is a group of um, utilities and expectations to add into Testbox, uh, some helpers, matchers, and more. Uh, we found that we use these in many places, and so we wanted to make them packaged up into a module, easy to add into one place. These add things like being able to check for status codes from your Coldbox integration tests. And if it's not that status code, it doesn't just say, hey, you got the wrong status code, but it throws the uh, rendered content all to the debug console. So now you can go look, what was the status code? What came back? So much more useful. Uh, you can have a struct, array, and list length, um, both a certain number and then greater than, greater than, equal to, the whole suite. You can check structs with case-sensitive keys. Um, that's especially important in our APIs where, um, you know, ColdFusion's fine throwing back uh, fully capsulate, uh, capsulated, that's not the word, all caps, <laughs> <laughs> uh, key and then JavaScript is going to be like, well, I guess I have to shout everywhere now. So um, we use that to have key with case very often. Uh, check it out. Testbox utils, pretty easy to add into any Testbox project. Um, again, Testbox not needing to be Coldbox. So some of the test helpers would be uh, Coldbox integration specific. And yeah, great work, Gavin. Thanks for packaging all those up for us. Yeah, awesome. Our VS Code hint tip and trick of the week is an interesting one this week. It is about a project called Activity Watch. Um, so in the past, we've covered things like Code Time or Walk a Time. 
um, and maybe even another one, but there are all these code platforms that are like, let's let's track what you're working on. We'll give you insight into it, when your best time to code is, how long you've coded, what programming languages, all of that. Um, most of those are, uh, you know, SaaS applications. You're paying a monthly fee. Maybe you have some privacy concerns about they're looking at what code you, you're doing, right? ActivityWatch is a fully open source version that you run locally on your device. So you'd start by installing, um, excuse me, you start by installing uh, a local server. Uh, it looks like it comes packaged in as, you know, an EXE, a, a Mac OS disk image that runs on your computer. And then the VS Code extension talks to your local computer, sending all the data there. So open source, privacy first and cross-platform. You can get information about the applications you're using, the window titles, the code that you're working in. You can see here on the screen kind of an activity for the day and um, query your data. I find these things interesting just because I I like the <laughs> the information. I don't know if I've ever used it as like actionable. Um, but yeah, that is Activity Watch. And Gavin put in the chat that Scott Steinbeck made some cool add-ons for watching your SQL logs in Navicat too. Nice. I don't so, know how to get those. But. I mean, my favorite thing about Activity Watch here is like if I want to play with it, I'm not throwing all this data at another company that I may or may not want to like pay or have it with. And so. who knows if the GDPR compliant, Eric? <laughs> it's true. GDPR again. This one I do know it is Europe only. Yeah. Like, so if you are building an app that is never touching anybody in Europe, then you don't have to worry about it. On the flip side, if your app does, then you do. So anyway. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our podcast and our favorite time to thank all of our Patreon supporters. And I Absolutely. just realized I did not come up with an adjective this week. Oh, so there's an adjective in there. You just got to scroll down. Oh, somebody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get to that one. That is perfect. All so right. uh, thank you to all our Patreon supporters. These individuals are personally supporting our open source initiatives to ensure all our tools like Command Box, Forge, five, ah, Command Box now at 5.9, Forge Box, Code Box 7.0 coming soon. If, did we release 7.0 yet? No, that's for Into the Box. It's coming soon. Content Box, Test Box, and all our other really cool boxes. I will not say boxing. Um, we keep doing the stuff. We appreciate you. You can support us on Patreons. We'll give you the link there. And don't forget, we have annual memberships. So if you pay for the year, you save 10%. And who doesn't like saving 10%? Um, bronze packages and up. You now get a Forgebox Pro and CFCast subscription as a perk for your subscription. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community website. All supporters have their own private form access on the community website. And you have your own private channel on the Box Team Slack. So community.otisolutions.com. We would like to take, take this time to thank our top Patreons. And Daniel has picked the perfect adjective for you this week, our top spirited Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. So thank you to John Wilson with Synaptrix, Tomorrow's Guides, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, 
Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Maunder, Nolan Irk, and Abdul Rahim. And all of the rest of you Patreons, thank you so much. We wish we could read everybody's names, but it just got so long, which is a great problem to have. You can see an up-to-date list of all those sponsors on our website, ordersolutions.com slash about-us slash sponsors. Thank you, Ordis. Thank you to our Patreons, and thank you to you for listening or watching this podcast. We will see you next week. See you next week, and then hopefully in two weeks, live and in Texas. Yes. See ya. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.